Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. He's going to be on. They'll be telling you three things about themselves. Two of those things are not, or two of those things, my apologies, two of those things are are true and one of them is not one of them is a lie and it is your job this evening to see how well you're able to spot when someone is trying to get one over on you so you just need to whatsapp us in one two or three a little bit later on joining us this evening singer and songwriter and who was also part of the irish women and harmonies cover of the cranberry song dreams uh joining us now melina malone how are things hello i'm good thanks for having me Thanks no for worries coming on. I know it was last minute. I really <laughs> wanted to get you on as well. And especially because you were part of that lovely song, which, by the way, every time I listen to it, I just start crying. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was wonderful to be a part of that. And I heard you guys later there all, so thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, Saoirse has one or two songs that kind of pull on the, <laughs> pull on the heartstrings. And it's that <laughs> one. And there's also, what's it, Yellow by Coldplay. Is that the other one that just oh. kind of dropped, dropped yeah, over the edge? Yeah, uh, look, anything by the Cranberries <laughs> I'm crying. But yeah, Coldplay as well, for a different reason. <laughs> Coldplay, I just find it too depressing. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but the Cranberries so is amazing. Yeah, uh, a whole no, repertoire, amazing. yeah. Um, Melina, what's the, what's the story with you? How have you been um, managing managing lockdown? Because any time we get musicians or performers on, um, it's, it can be a, it's been a tough few weeks. Or I shouldn't say a few weeks, tough few months. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I've just been taking it day by day. I've, I haven't really been doing much music aside from the obviously the, the dream cover, which was wonderful. I've been kind of taking it easy and taking time to just do other things that we I probably wouldn't usually have time for, like a lot of creative stuff. So it's been nice in that sense, but um, I hope that we can get back to some sort of <laughs> normality in terms of gigs and stuff soon. So um, that's what I'm gearing towards, but I don't know. Yeah, I think we're, all, yeah, we're all gearing <laughs> towards that, just yeah, itching absolutely. for uh, some sort of normality. Fingers crossed it'll be sooner yeah, rather yeah. than later. But but yeah, Definitely. so y- you know what the crack is with this part of the show? Because sometimes as well, we bring on people and uh, <laughs> we we explain it all to them beforehand and then they just completely forget. And we're like, right, okay, sure, look, live radio, <laughs> yeah. don't worry about it. Uh, you're going to tell us a couple of things, two things about yourself which are true and one which is not true. Yes, yeah, I have. Okay, perfect. I have them. I'm ready to go. Okay. Brilliant. Because we've had this, obviously I'm usually the one that has to tell people exactly what's going on. And time and time again, Cormac is like, you didn't tell them. I was like, I did. I actually did. We had Conor O'Donoghue from Wild Youth on not so long ago. And he actually pretended he knew exactly what was happening. And then was like, lads, what's happening here now? In fairness, it was an amazing amazing example of thinking on your feet live on the radio. You know what I mean? It was very very powerful stuff. 
Yeah, I had I needed the time to think about it. To be honest, I was like, well, "What is an interesting fact about me?" <laughs> like, yeah, so uh, Melina is doing this via Zoom and a PowerPoint presentation as well. So this is going to be Absolutely. very exciting. I'm ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, cool. So um, again, uh, you're listening out for what Melina's going to tell you. She's, three things about herself. If you think you can spot which one she's lying about, which one is not true, something's just not sitting sitting well with you at all. Just let us know. Is it the first, second, or third thing? Third thing. One, two, or three. Drop us a WhatsApp for free. Oh eight seven. Six seven nine seven one zero four. So listen, we might as well crack on. Uh, you can give us what's the first thing you have for us tonight, Melina. Okay, so the first thing, I had a pet gecko called Jaws when I was younger. Oh, interesting. Now I had a chameleon called Lola, Ooh, and that's something nice. that I've told people, and they don't believe because I'm just not that kind of reptile yeah. person. So that's interesting. Okay, and what's yeah. story number two? So. Uh, story number two, my real name is not Melina Malone. It's actually a stage name. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> she pulls um, off the mask. Yeah. And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you pesky kids. Yeah. Interesting. I, don't, I won't say any more. Okay. Don't say any more. Right, yeah. So, okay, so that's a, that's a fake name. Stage name. Fake name, yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. Well, well do you know what's interesting? There's a, there's, a, there's a lot of people in radio, especially older people in radio who've changed their names. And even now, I'd know them very well as their radio name. And I never knew that they had a different yeah. surname or a different yeah. first name. A lot of musicians do it. Most of my friends go by other names. So, quite common. I know, obviously, the radio heads did it because of pirate radio back in the day, so they couldn't be arrested and charged. Couldn't be traced. They couldn't really <laughs> be identified. So I remember the first time realising that uh, someone, who, who won't be named anyway, but realising that their name was completely different, and it was like heartbroken. It was like finding out, you know what I mean? Finding out yeah. So yeah. you've been living a lie all this time, and you're like, but sorry, what? Anyway, um, okay, so that's the second one. Melina Malone is, is a stage name, apparently, allegedly, maybe. The third story you have... My third story, this is a weird one. My mom gave me a gherkin one time at school for my lunch. And I was oh called God. Gherkin Lady for about seven years after that. <laughs> gherkin Lady. What kind of a mother gives her child a gherkin? Uh, someone who knows you know, how to build character in her children from the years of bullying that she would endure oh, then after really? that. That is literally wow. the worst thing I've you know? ever heard. That is child abuse right there. <laughs> it really is. That's shocking. Uh, I really hope that's a lie. I don't know. Yeah. Do you, wait, do you listen, like gherkins? I do. I love a gherkin. Do you? Oh, we're going to have to hang up on you now. Sorry about that now. Listen, yeah, we're going to have to so cut sorry. this short. See you didn't now. Know, I didn't know you were one of those. <laughs> sorry for your loss. <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Um, you could have a new stage name after. This could be like, uh, you know, Melina and the Gherkin. Gherkin Malone. Gherkin Malone. Gherkin Malone. I'd like that, I love yeah. That. Yeah. I can't believe I said that on radio now. <laughs> Listen, if we don't go and see your artwork changed after the show to like Gherkin Malone or, you know, Gherkin and the Malones or whatever it is, we'll be very yeah. disappointed now, right? Yeah. Oh, when that's amazing. Logo is just a giant Gherkin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You would definitely have a niche audience there. You would definitely divide a lot of people, but you're... It just you're, doesn't you're... suit you, though. It doesn't. Your your voice is too strong, and, like, it's amazing. I was looking at all your Instagram um, videos as well that you posted up. You just are not a Gherkin Malone. You're just not. <laughs> maybe really Gherkin... Sorry. Yeah, Gherkin's a harsh-sounding word, isn't it? Gherkin would be yeah. maybe suited better to maybe, like, some uh, death metal screaming brand who, who would yeah, just be a little true. bit harsher on, on, on the vocals. Okay, so quick recap again of the three stories. The first one, you would have pet... Um, was it Gecko? Gecko. Yeah, called Jaws. 
Oh yeah, called Jaws. So yeah. uh, Jaws the Pet Gecko. The second one was is your stage name. Uh, so yeah. Melina Malone uh, is a stage name, allegedly, potentially, maybe. And the third one is <laughs> is my mom gave me a gherkin for lunch one gherkin. time, and I was called Gherkin Lady then for Gherkin Lady. I hope to God that's <laughs> that's so funny, Gherkin Lady. Right? Okay. Do you think you know um, which one, Melina? Quote unquote <laughs> is uh, lying about this evening. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Drop us in a WhatsApp. Let us know. Um, let us know what you think it is, and we'll see if anyone's got it right. Straight off the bat, then, Sirsha, right? Um, oh, look at this. A lot of people split between two and three on the WhatsApps already. Sirsha, what are you saying? Oh, I think I'm going to go at number two. I think number two is the fake story. I don't think it's a stage name. Could be wrong, but I don't think it is. I think you had a gecko called mm-hmm. Jaws and I do think that your mother gave you a gherkin especially now that I found out you liked them oh I, I think that the mystery continues probably, yeah, right. yeah okay. that's true don't, don't say so anything just yet okay, okay. So Melina, don't say anything just yet you're saying number two. Oh, like I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, I'm completely torn um, because simply for the fact that all of these are pretty plausible. There's nothing too ridiculous in there. Strange no, pet, maybe, maybe number one, maybe number one. Uh, I think, I definitely think number three is true. I hope that one is true as, as oh God, I don't know. Oh, it's seven, six, seven, nine, seven, one, four. I'm going to read out some of the text here now for a bit. Um, Katie, good evening. What's the story? Katie has said she thinks it's number one. Darla said number three. Jacinta said number two. Yeah, uh, loads of others saying number two. It seems to be between number two and number three with all the WhatsApps that are coming in. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. So okay, you had a pet gecko called Jaws as a kid. Melina mm, Malone is a stage name allegedly, and then <laughs> Gherkin Lady. You were called in school for uh, almost a decade, thanks to your mother <laughs> giving you one for lunch. So. Here's what we shall do. Okay. Drop us in a WhatsApp if you think you know which one she's spoofing about. Melina, are you okay to hang on the line for a couple of minutes there? I am indeed. Yeah, no problem. Okay, cool. Right. If you hang on the line there for a couple of moments, and what we'll do is round up a couple of more of these texts. We'll play a quick song now. But let us know, is it the gecko called Jaws? Is it the fake stage name? Or is it the gherkin lady? Which one of those do you think is not true? Which one is not sitting with you well? FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Uh, sorry, I need to get back to a couple of these texts as well. People shouting in from Donabate saying, there is a scrum diddlies in Donabate. Kieran, my apologies. And uh, to the random other people who sent in as well. Didn't realise there was one out in Donabate. Happy days. Whereabouts exactly in Donabate, by the way? Um, let us know. They're also opening one news. Uh, they're opening one in the Apple Green out in Rathcool. So if you're out in the Rathcool direction, scrum diddlies, you know, a solid, solid destination for your for your ice creams this summer. Uh, they're out in Rathcool, out in the Apple Green there, just off uh, the N7. Right, back to... This is the part of the show where you have to try and figure out the lie here. This evening we're joined by uh, Irish singer and songwriter, Melina Malone. Melina, are you still with us? Hang on. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. You still there? I am, yeah, hello. Brilliant. Hi, sorry. Um, I just see as well, um, did you have a pint of Guinness today in an actual pub? I did. It was my first <sighs> one in a long time. How was, was it? Yeah. Ma Ridey's and Rathmine. It was really nice. It was wonderful. Oh. 
Yeah, I need to start living. I feel like I am still living in lockdown and afraid to um, venture outside of my little comfort zone. But yeah, you just got in these lockdown habits of no, we're not allowed in there and keep walking by. God, very jealous. Uh, a good point though, was it? Oh, one of the best. Definitely. <sighs> yeah, I'd recommend everybody to go there. <laughs> Okay, so listen, uh, Melina, you're on to play Poker Face. There's three things you've told us. Two of these things are true. One of them is not true. But before we dig any deeper, could you give us a quick recap of the three things you've told us already? I can indeed, yeah. So number one, um, I had a pet gecko called Jaws when I was younger. And number two, my real name is not Melina Malone. It's actually a stage name. And number three, my mom gave me a gherkin one time in school for my lunch. And I was called Gherkin Lady for... About seven years. <laughs> I love that story. I think that's true, and I definitely think number one is true because I think it'd be really random to just make up that you had a gecko and their name was Jaws. <laughs> I think that has to be true, unless maybe it's someone that you knew that had one. I don't like know. maybe her you sister had one. Do you have a sister? I do have a sister. Yeah. Oh, and the plot thickens. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I still think no. I still think that that has to be true, and that that was your gecko. And stage name? I mean, I mean, it could be a stage name. Is Post Malone's name Post Malone? Probably not. I don't know that I'm going to compare to Post Malone. Maybe you're going to be yeah. Malone is um, a lovely surname, and it flows, doesn't it? Yeah. So how did you how did you manage that? Just very understanding parents, maybe she had. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. I'm going to stick so with that one, though. Which stick one? Sorry, you're going with the second one? Yeah. Uh, Michael has said number one. Darren has said number two. Uh, Kira has said number one again. Uh, WhatsApp is 87 Just one, two, or three, and uh, you can let us know why, which one you're hearing that you don't believe is true. Oh, I'm going to have to make a decision now. I'm going to go with... For the crack, I'm going to go with everyone else who has said uh, number one. So I'm saying that the first story is false. And then, Saoirse, you're saying number two? Yep. Saoirse is saying number two. And then Daryl is saying number three. Uh, Lisa is saying number three as well. Loads of others. Oh, eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just saying they could even saying number two. Ooh. Right. Okay. 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 Mm-mm-mm-mm. How shall we do this? Listen, um... Two of the stories are obviously... If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. 
Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 100% true. I'd hope so. Hey. Sorry, <laughs> Melina, you still yeah. there? Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> they are. So, no, my, my fault. Uh, so two of the stories are true. So could you maybe by process of elimination just... Tell us one of the stories that is 100% true. Okay. So, as you both guessed, number three is true. Boom. No way. Number right. three is true. So, Kirk and Lady three. really happened. My you are God. Kirk and Lady. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh God. My mom is an odd woman, but uh, true for a plate anyway. So when you say it was, it was just oh. a long day from primary school, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that was quite um, an unusual treat to get. Well, I wouldn't say it's a treat. Let's be honest. Yeah, definitely not a treat. <laughs> yeah, not a, not a treat, but unusual to have in your lunchbox as a child. A gherkin. Yeah, very true. I was given a boiled egg another time, and stop it! No, you weren't. Hatch. No, complete. And everyone was like, "Right, this this is a real egg. It's gonna it's gonna hatch. We're gonna have to keep it alive." <laughs> Oh my god! That was another story for another time. Oh god! Strange lunchbox item. That's a true. That's a true story there now. God, that's amazing. You did get the usual raisins though as well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I had a strange mix, but yeah, Yeah. the gherkins were definitely included. (laughs) Tomorrow night we're going to dedicate the entire show to going through what you were given as a child in your lunchbox. I guarantee you, we could fill a a whole show with that. All right, so. I might not be. I hope not. <laughs> Maybe someone else. I, I think you're, you're the only person in the Dublin fact. to have ever been given a gherkin in your lunchbox, <laughs> ever. If, listen, if anyone has ever gotten <laughs> the, the worst lunch like Melina did before, will you drop us a text and let us know as well? But my God, but a gherkin. The fact that you were named Gherkin Lady is amazing. <laughs> means that you are alone. Absolutely, you were on your own. <laughs> I'm sorry to, <laughs> sorry to break it to you, but you just were. Okay. <sighs> Thankfully. Right. Gherkin Lady is true then, so both myself and yourself, Susie, are still in the game. Um, everyone who, who texted saying number three, mm, you're gone. Sorry about that now. So it is down to the first story and the second story, which do we not think um, is true? What is she lying about this evening? So we have the final two stories. The You had a gecko in your number called uh, Jaws. I was going to say called James. Like, no, hang on. Jaws, Jaws. yeah. James the Gecko. Happy days. And then the second story is um, your stage name, your name, is is, is in fact Malone. is it, sorry is it, is in fact a stage name and not right so I've gone with the first story being not true being a lie and seriously you've gone with the second story um, I suppose you might as well put us out of our misery now this evening Melina if that's your real name <laughs> which one of these stories did you make up which one is not true one or two it's number two <laughs> my real name is in fact Melina Malone <laughs> beautiful name oh I'm so happy I never win this game. I am delighted. So, what, what, what did you say your, your real name was? 
It's Melina Malone. Your real name is Melina Malone, and you did have a gecko. I named did Jaws. have a pet gecko. Hi, 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 hi. Yeah. That means you've lost, Saoirse. No, I went with number two. You said number two was the fake story. Yeah. But you were just saying Melina Malone is your real name. Yeah, but that was the stage name, no? Hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on. <laughs> Let's Wait just a second. clarify before there's any other confusions here. Melina Malone yeah. is your real name or a stage name? No, real Malina name. Melina Malone is my real name. And the question was, my real name is not Melina Malone. So it's a yeah. stage name. Yeah, see? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I can't confused. Even, I'm so confused. Sorry, 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 sorry. So what is your first name? It sounds like you're saying Melina Malone. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's my <laughs> real name. <laughs> She doesn't have a stage name. Her name is Melina yeah. Malone. She goes by Melina Malone. I yeah. am correct and right here. Give me yeah. the horn. <laughs> the foghorn. Sorry, this sounds really wrong, but play the foghorn, please. So wh- which, which is the fake story? The fake story that is one. number two. <laughs> yeah. Why Am I the only one who's confused here? <laughs> yes. So <laughs> she So what's said, your real name? Her name is what Melina name? Malone. <laughs> Why yeah, am I getting so confused here? So my real here? name is Melina Malone, but the question was, or I was saying that my oh, I think I get it now. I think I get it now. Since just having a bad okay. day. I literally can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> she had a well, pet gecko. What's your name? Oh my god! Okay, so basically, I'm confusing me. No, I get it now. I get it now. Yeah, I, I'm, I won. Okay, I know. Internal affairs losing, was not on. Uh, didn't understand the president was being investigated. <laughs> no, okay. So yeah, it's, it's just your normal name. It's not okay. I'll play the foghorn now. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I was just completely <laughs> no idea what was going on. Uh, <laughs> what's going on there for a few minutes? Hang on. Uh, play your foghorn properly now. Sorry for winning that one. I was like, hang on. What's going on? Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, okay. Oh, there we fun. go. There we go. This is my apologies. Listen, uh, Melina, thanks a million for uh, popping on. Sorry about the brain fart um, there at the end and, and not having any <laughs> no idea worries. what I was doing with my life. Thanks <laughs> you guys for having me. No, come <laughs> here. Before, before we let you go, um, anything you would like to plug or just mention social handles or websites or anything before we let you go? Um, I just put out my new single called Teen After Oak. Um, on Spotify and all streaming platforms about two weeks ago so you can check that out so just under my name Melina Malone if anyone would like to hear it that's pretty much which it is, yeah. which, is, which is your real name it's which is my <laughs> real name and my my stage name <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Uh, listen, Melina, very best of luck with the new single. Go check her out on Spotify. Follow her on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and all the usual places. Melina Malone, uh, listen, thanks for giving up your time this evening and very best of luck with everything in the future when everything kind of hopefully gets back to normal. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks for having me. No worries. Take yeah, it easy. Thank you. Uh, got there in oh, the end. That was fun and I am such a winner. I've been <laughs> on a losing streak for weeks now. It was about time that I won. No, I could have looked her up. I could have looked up. You know, usually you can find, so, so I was going to say celebrity, but a famous person or a singer's. I real did. Name I opened up her. Street. I opened up her bio here on Spotify. So you and knew I didn't that say was anything. Her. No, I didn't. I was there, kind of going. Well, maybe she just didn't mention it because you know, sometimes people don't mention. It kind of sounds like a stage name, though, doesn't it? Definitely. Leave him yeah. alone. Definitely sounds like it could be. Uh, like it's far too cool a name to yeah. just be given by your parents. You know that kind of way. You kind of um, have to go into so something cool like that. You, could, you couldn't be like an accountant with Melina Malone. No one would take no you seriously. No way. No. Absolutely Happy not. Happy days.
Well, uh, we'll do that again uh, next Tuesday. Poker face. Cheers if you if you got that right. If you figured that out better than me, I last absolutely lost my mind at the end of that. <laughs> Don't know what was going on. Uh, listen, still to come on the show, why and how somebody made a perfume that apparently smells like outer space. And also uh, in the next in the next few minutes, we'll be chatting to somebody who'll be explaining to you why they're using MDMA to treat. Uh, MDMA to treat alcoholism and other addictions. World's first clinical study that is, it's never been done before and we're going to be chatting to the guy who's heading that up. Uh, he's currently based over in the UK. So he'll be on the show next and we'll have a bit of music from Harry Styles as well after the... FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here. Now, uh, obviously, uh, alcoholism is a huge problem, not only here but around the world. Uh, I think everyone knows someone who's been... Uh, probably badly negatively affected by it and there's various different treatment options available for it but did you know that they're using MDMA to start looking into its potential at treating uh, alcohol disorder and uh, joining us now on the line very excited to, to speak to this individual is someone who is conducting the world's first clinical trial looking into MDMA for alcohol use disorder and seeing what benefits we can derived from it uh, and joining us now to talk a little bit more about that research is Dr. Ben Sessa. Dr. Ben Sessa, sir, how are you? Hello, hi, pleased to meet you all. Thank you very much for having me along. No worries at all. This sounds like, uh, again, not trying to be to be kind of facetious <laughs> or stupid here, but it, it sounds, when you say using MDMA, which is obviously a, an illegal drug pretty much everywhere to treat alcoholism, s- sounds like it sounds, sounds counterproductive. Wrong. Yeah. yeah, it sounds counterproductive and wrong, and it just seems a bit a bit mad. But can you explain how and why this mm. has come about and what might the potential benefits be? Okay, so first of all, when you talk about different risks or dangers of different drugs, there are few things worse for you in life than drinking three bottles of vodka a day. So mm. any kind of treatment, whether drug-based or not, that gets you off daily alcoholism is almost certainly safer than what you're doing with daily alcoholism. So... What we use is uh, a course of psychotherapy in which the patient takes MDMA twice, two doses of MDMA over the course of eight weeks with a lot of support um, and monitoring and follow-up and um, just lots of ongoing integration and they're screened patients in a medical setting. So when you compare that, two doses of MDMA with what you're trying to treat, three bottles of vodka a day for years, Mm. Um, from a pharmacological point of view, there's just no comparison that the MDMA, hands down, is considerably safer. Now, how can MDMA solve the problem with alcoholism? That's a great question. So it's a very broad question. Really, it's, we're using MDMA as an adjunct to psychotherapy. So this is essentially a course of psychotherapy or counselling, but on two occasions we add MDMA to that counselling which makes the experience of the counselling deeper and more effective. What MDMA does is it allows the patient to talk about and explore and resolve difficult psychological issues that go back many years. Most cases of alcoholism or indeed other addictions are based on some kind of trauma, often trauma occurring in childhood. And one of the reasons it's so hard to treat these trauma-based disorders such as addictions is because patients just don't want to go there and do that psychological work because it's too overwhelming and painful. When we give them MDMA 
in a controlled clinical setting, they find they are able to do that psychotherapeutic work that they weren't able to do before. So um, that's really how we're using it, as a tool to assist psychotherapy to overcome long-lasting trauma that's contributing to their drinking. When did this idea kind of come into clinical researchers' minds that there might be potential to start using psychedelic drugs like MDMA for this kind of work? So MDMA started arising within the medical community in the late 1970s and early 80s, and it was being used as this in this way as a tool to treat mental health conditions. Uh, this is before it was illegal. It was then, then leaked from the medical community in the early 80s, and the whole rave scene happened in the late 80s. The drug was banned, which halted all of the search, of course, did nothing to stop the recreational use of MDMA yeah. uh, because ban- banning things doesn't make them go away, it just makes them more dangerous. But in the last 10 years or so, we started reopening this research again. And almost all of the research everywhere around the world with MDMA has been on post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. But I'm an addiction psychiatrist and I know that my population of patients with addictions, I think of them all as PTSD plus addiction because almost all of them have features of PTSD or trauma. So we thought, let's not just do another PTSD MDMA study, which everyone's Mm. doing. Let's do one on alcoholism because alcoholism is a massive public health problem, huge personal, domestic, clinical and financial burden to the public health. So it's also a disorder that's very hard to treat. You know, the current outcomes for people with drinking, with the best the medical profession can throw at you, are extremely poor. So it was a good target to see if we could do this with MDMA. And anyone that you've trialled this on, what have you found? So we did, before we did this study with the MDMA, we did an observation study just looking at how well people do in Bristol post-detox after they've been detoxed from alcohol. We followed them up for nine months to see the rate at which they return to drinking. This is with all the very best current traditional treatment. And at Mm. nine months, 76% of them were back to their previous drinking levels. With our MDMA study, when we we took the same uh, same kind of population, nine months after the MDMA, 12% of them were back to their drinking level. So that's a staggeringly excellent result, however you look at it. It blows out of the water the current best treatments for alcoholism that we have available. And what, you know, obviously if someone was on this treatment plan, what exactly do they feel when they take it? Is it to kind of press their urge to to drink or what what does it do? Well, what we do is it's not just the drug alone. The point about all psychedelic assisted therapies is it's a combination of the drug sessions and the non-drug sessions. So it's an eight-week course of therapy sessions, weekly counselling sessions, and most Most of them are not with the MDMA, they're just normal face-to-face therapy. And during those sessions, you build up an agenda and an intention for where you want to go with the drug. You then have a drug session, followed by two weeks of integration sessions, then a second drug session, and then two more integration sessions. So it's the totality of that whole course that you use to help them explore the roots of their drinking, the trauma in their life, and particularly their childhood, and help them to overcome those dynamics that are underlying the drinking. So we're using the MDMA as a tool to enhance an eight-week course of psychotherapy. And then can... Anyone, I know it's, it's still in trial phase, but do you, how do you pre-screen and what are you looking for? So is this someone who may have tried everything else or can this be the first kind of protocol for someone who's looking to kick their alcohol? Well, yeah, so we recruited everyone from our local drug and alcohol. So they were all people with heavy dependent daily drinking habits with physical addiction to alcohol and psychological addiction. And they all underwent a detox to come down off their drinking to zero. And that's really the first port of call for treating alcoholism. Yeah. And, and that in some ways is the easy bit. I'm not downplaying it, but it's, that's the easy bit, getting off 
getting dry is the easy bit. So they all went through the 10 to to 15 day detox with Librium and then they're all on zero drinking. Then they came into the eight week course. Um, In terms of, you know, screening, it was like like most pharmacology research, you have to screen out certain risk factors like cardiac disease or high suicide risk or addiction to other drugs like cocaine or heroin. And we had to know that their liver function was reasonably good and their cardiac Mm. functioning and this kind of thing. And they have blood tests and ECGs. So... I mean, like all research, it's like you need people who are just the right amount of ill, but also just the right amount of well. So there's quite a lot of inclusion and exclusion factors to get the population that you want. But they were all the same inclusion and exclusion factors as we used on our previous study, in which we didn't have an MDMA intervention. We just measured outcome. So the two groups are comparable. I mean, the outcome is, or it does sound amazing. I mean, 12% are only going back on to, to alcohol or their previous kind of addiction that they had. When do you think that we could see more of this type of treatment? Well, ours was a world's first. And so it was a pilot study. So it was only eight, it was only 14 patients. So it's only small. It's what you call a proof of concept study. Obviously, a lot more research is needed with larger groups in different labs in different places. Whether our group here in Bristol are going to be doing any more on alcohol, we're not sure. We're moving on to other things at the moment. But certainly, we're hoping another team somewhere around the world will pick this up and do a larger study and replicate the results. Uh, what do you think people... Uh, I'd imagine one of, it's a, uh, some of it might be a public perception problem and uh, over the next few years, people don't don't maybe like the idea of psychedelics being helpful or positive so like what would you say to people who might be listening to this kind of going ah come on you can't be using mdma to kind of help people well again you just have to go back to the basic toxicology and pharmacology if 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 you seriously think that two doses of mdma is going to cause you more harm than three bottles of vodka a day then you really need to go back to your pharmacology textbooks and get some basic knowledge there the psychedelic drugs um psilocybin particularly mdma are incredibly low-risk substances. That might sound controversial to someone, but just look at the data. MDMA, even in the form of recreational ecstasy use, which is not what we're doing, the actual rates of morbidity and mortality are staggeringly low, and they have been for for, for 25 years in this country. And the rates of harm from psychedelics is incredibly low. So, yeah, I think you're right. There's There's a lot of erroneous misconceptions, which are essentially are a byproduct of the last 50 years of the extreme political folly that is the Misuse of Drugs Act. And it's poisoned the minds of clever, erudite, intelligent people to think that if a drug is banned and illegal, it therefore is dangerous and has no medical uses. That's just complete folly. There's a a great many drugs that I prescribe on a daily basis as a psychiatrist that are far more toxic than MDMA, yet we tolerate those. So what this does in a way, all psychedelic research, it shines a light on the stupidity of the drug laws as they stand, and it stifles research. So... You know, I, I, this is this is not, in my eyes, controversial or, or unusual at all. This is just good, evidence-based, focused, safe and efficacious human pharmacology research. The real controversy is that governments don't see it that way. That's the real controversy, that these drugs that can be safely and efficaciously provided to reduce the distress of patients are banned. That's the news story you want to be following. Well, it's a problem, I feel, that's only getting worse. And I think there was studies done. They were trialling it out for depression. Um, So, I mean, who knows? This could be a positive Well, yeah, I mean, no, it is positive. And I've been working with psychedelics for 15 years. I've worked with studies with LSD and psilocybin, magic mushrooms, ketamine, DMT, cannabis and MDMA. And I've administered all those drugs and I've received all those drugs, incidentally, as a healthy volunteer on these studies. And things are really moving forward. And we, we are seeing 
more and more protocols for psychedelic research. This is no longer some crazy fringe thing that just a bunch of weirdos in California do. Every major, <laughs> every major scientific institution around the world now, Oxford, Cambridge, Yale, Harvard, Bristol, Cardiff, Belfast, all of the, uh, NYU, they're, they're all running major psychedelic research programs. This is not a fringe subject. This is cutting-edge psychopharmacology and psychiatry. And I urge people to get involved because this is the future of psychiatry. Uh, just before we let you go, I just, you know, personally interested, you mentioned you've tried uh, DMT before, and I think I came across some Netflix documentary on that before, saying that that's a very uh, enlightening or, or spiritual kind of drug. If you did take a... Can you remember what your experience of that drug was like? Well, DMT is not wholly dissimilar from LSD or psilocybin, and they're all in the same class as these classic psychedelics, all of which are, have um, this capacity to induce this subjective mystical or spiritual experience. And indeed, these, these compounds have been used for thousands of years in non-Western and indigenous practices as sacramental tools to assist spiritual experiences. So they're all very well known to, to produce these effects. And indeed, some people would claim that the psychological experience of spirituality is based on an endogenous chemical within our brain, mm. like DMT. So when, we, when we're having a non-drug religious or spiritual experience, what's actually happening in our brain is a physiological psychedelic experience. And when we take these drugs externally, that's all we're doing. So, yeah, they, they do have this capacity to ask these very existential questions of life, death, birth, who am I, what am I, what are the labels I hang around myself, how do I define myself. Now, from a clinical point of view, these are really interesting because if you're working with traumatised people whose personal narratives and labels are very negative, I am useless, I am a failure, I am worthless, a drug that allows you to essentially reboot or rebrand these rigid narratives and allow you to rebuild how you see yourself in the world is an incredibly important clinical tool. It does incredibly interesting. I think there's only going to be more research of the type that you're doing and more interesting results from the type of research you're doing. But listen, um, we appreciate you coming on and uh, sharing the, the research with you. I know your website is at drsassett.com, but is there anywhere else you'd, you'd recommend for people who might be more interested in the research you're carrying out? So most of the work by with MDMA is being carried out by a group called MAP, the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. They're maps.org. And most of the work with psilocybin or magic mushrooms is being carried out by a group called Compass pathways so people can look there and they can sign up to become uh, um, subjects in research studies if they're interested so those those are good ports of call dr ben sessa thank you very much for giving up your time this evening and we will chat to you again soon excellent good luck thanks fm 104's room 104 podcast with cormac moore and Sir Long. it's cormac and Saoirse here on uh, room 104 if you m just missed uh, the interview there with uh, the person who was looking after the clinical studies into MDMA and alcoholism, Ben, Dr. Ben Sasse is the gentleman's name, the first, world's first clinical trial is taking place, trying to help people who are uh, addicted to alcohol um, overcome that using MDMA, which, yeah, is ecstasy, the drug that we use, popular rave dance drug back in the 80s, 90s. Uh, they'll be up on the Room 104 podcast very shortly, so if you missed that, it'll be updated shortly after the uh, show, and you can listen back to full shows uninterrupted there as well. So wherever you are, using or getting your podcast from you can add us there and listen back to those uh, full shows i think that working from home will make you probably eat more because i've literally just shoved two beautiful chocolate mini rolls into my mouth they are literally my kryptonite i could eat i could live on chocolate mini rolls for the rest of my life they are probably near as good as chocolate digestives but they're not quite there oh stop it mini rolls 
all the way. I'd never go near a chocolate digestive. It's just so easy. But the whole thing in your mouth, and just you could nearly just swallow it without chewing it. No, chocolate digestives are so good. See, mini rolls, they're cakey, so they're more filling. I know, soft and just beautiful and like hot. I've literally, now that you can only really get them in those family size, uh, I think there's like 10, 12 maybe in them. Anyway, the, the, the box is gone. Only got it today. 10 of them. Oh, at least, yeah. No, I'd go through a pack, and I'd eat them in like five minutes. I love the way I'm saying this in shock. When you rang me earlier on, what was I doing? Uh, Eating a tub of Ben and Jerry's peanut butter cups again (laughs) for the second time this week. No, not this week, actually. The last time I had it was Friday. Still, though, the whole your excuse, your gym is back open, so it's fine. Or back back open tomorrow, tomorrow. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Back open tomorrow. I'm going to go. I'm going to give it 100% and hope that I kind of survive and go regularly because I think I'm about to... Um, a, few, a few of the arteries are probably clogged at the moment, full of fat oh, definitely, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they need to be loosened. Yeah, definitely job done. But listen, I mean, thanks to Cynthia for the message. A few others saying, yeah, love them too. It's... Solid mini rolls. You can take your boring digestives and leg it out of the place. But listen, speaking of the things that you have over in uh, in in your side of the world right now, uh, if you don't know myself and Sasha, we've been broadcasting from home for a couple of months now. So I'm here in my front room and Sasha's up in a hole in her attic, just uh, live, living the dream at the moment. So what we're doing here now, we've done this once before on my end, but we've never done this over from Sasha's end. And uh, what we're going to try and do is you ha- figure out what she's holding in her hand right now because you have something... Uh, you haven't told me what it is, but I want to see if we can figure out what it is. Yes, so I have it here. Do you want me to drop it? Oh, this oh, is it. oh Wait, yeah. If you listen to it, hang on. Okay, and I'm going to drop it. Any ideas what that is? Drop that again. My God, that is such a familiar sound. I like I've heard that sound a million times before. I'm like I definitely should know what that is. Any ideas? Do it again. Can you flick it? Oh. Now, Jacinta has written to me saying, "Is it ice cream?" No. Not a bad guess. It usually is ice cream or uh, food in in Saoirse's house. Is it, it it's not. It sounds like a container of sorts, a small little it's, plastic it's, container. It's not a container and it's not food. Oh, God. If you want to have mm. a guess, just off those sounds there, uh, 0876797104, what is it? We see she's got something over in her gaff, a mystery item for you tonight. And just off maybe the sounds, maybe it'll give us a couple of other clues, but drop it again. I definitely have, like, heard that sound before, like a million times before. Now, maybe it's just made out of the same material as 101 other things, but it's obviously plastic. It's plastic, yeah. <laughs> Is it is it like smaller than your hand? Like is it like it's not big? It sounds like it's something no, small. It is small, yeah. It's smaller than your hand. Not much smaller than your hand, but it is smaller. Oh, all that's going to do my head in. What is that sound? I'll play play it. I mean, I will drop it one more time. Uh, if you want to have a guess and figure out what that is, oh eight seven six seven nine seven four. Yeah. Hmm. Oh God. 
can you give us a hint? Maybe one hint as to what it might be. Um, it's usually found in a specific room in your house. Okay. Okay. Now, I, ke- I think I know I what keep- that room might be. Okay, I keep I keep it in the bedroom. I don't know why. I keep it in a, in a bag in the bedroom. But... It's, in a bag? It's, it's not... Well, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. hmm. I can't say any more right now. It's found in a specific room. And... I keep it in a in a little bag in my bedroom. Oh god. But most people wouldn't. They'd keep it in the room that it's kind of meant to be in. Hmm. I don't want to tell okay. you the room just yet because you might get it. I think I know what room it is. But I'm not going to say what it is. I think a few based off some of the texts, I think a few people might have guessed correctly, but I don't want to say it just yet. Uh, Sammy and Luke and Gary and a few other people um, WhatsApped in. And to Keith oh, as well. Oh, Niall guessed something that it's a, in and around the same size. It's absolutely nothing related to it. But he said, is it a pen? It's not a pen. Because we've had someone say, ask, is it a pen here as well? Yeah, it's not a pen and it's not a pencil. Okay, okay drop it one more time there. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.